Now entering Nerdist.com. True it with a guy named Kevin. True it and this other guy Steve. True it from the TV and the movies, and now this podcast stream. True it, they're gonna get chewy. True it, they might even get me. True it, but they're gonna get funky on this podcast thing. What's up? What's up? What is up? Mm, what are you eating? Cheese curds. Oh, cheese curds. Which uh, flavor? Garlic cheese curds. Oh, really? I want cheddar. I want sharp cheddar. Mm, you can't go wrong with that. Can I have mm. some? Yeah, you can. Want to trade? Mm, yeah, yeah. Here, oh, have yeah, some. Yeah. Mm. Why are we eating cheese curds? Because we're in Madison, Wisconsin. Oh, the great town of Madison, Wisconsin. Mm, you know, someone told me, a fan last night told me, like, you know, he was like, oh, you, you know, you made your cheese curds joke. Right. You know, that's an easy one. Hey, sure. No, I'll just say this. Yes, it's an easy one. Yeah, and we're going to keep making that joke. We are going to keep making that joke. <laughs> but here's the thing, though. It's like, I come to Madison, Wisconsin. Right. What is the thing that they give me that's special about Madison, Wisconsin? Cheese curds. Exactly. It's not bullshit. No, they gave like, me... They in gave the us green room. Two bags. Right. That's what the snack was. Yeah. Cheese curds. Sorry, guy. I mean, what are we supposed to do? What can we do? I mean, it's not like we're accusing them of something that they don't do. No. Right? Like, are, are we not allowed to talk about, like, the Wisconsin Badgers right. now that we're here? Really? Because everyone I mean, talks about that. Come right. on. Right. Give us a break. Damn it. I'm eating double cheese curds. Yeah. I mean, lots of cheese curds. Let me curds. try a cheddar and a garlic together. What's the difference between like a cheese curd and like just a regular cheese? cheese? Uh, yeah. Is uh, it like curdled? I honestly don't know. Cause, oh, cause it, tastes, it tastes good. I mean, it tastes, you know. It tastes like cheese. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe it's just like in a funny shape or something. <laughs> like, uh, oh, I don't know. Somebody, some Chew Crew will tell us. Chew Crew will tell us what it is. Chew Crew. Chew tell crew. us what the difference is. Yeah, what's the difference between regular cheese and a cheese We curd? can look it up, but it's more fun to ask the cheese. I like when the Chew Crew does the it. The Chew Crew. And right. I will also say, I love how many Chew Crew people show up at our shows. Oh, yeah, it's been great. It's I mean, started. tons in, in Madison, right? Yeah, yeah. So far, even. I mean, it's great. And I'm telling you, True Crew, you come up and you tell us you're True Crew, you get preferential treatment. You get, a, you get an extra tight hug. You really do. <laughs> and, but it's true, though. It's like, you know, people come up for the meet and greet. And yeah, we say hi. You know, we shake everybody's hand. We're sure. polite to everybody. Somebody sneaks in there's like, I'm True Crew. You're like, get over here. I'm going to yeah. fucking rub your shoulders. Yeah. Come here. I'm going to give you a hug. Yeah. See? Yeah. That's the be- added true benefit crew. of being a member of the True Crew. That's right. Um, so, True Crew, come check us out at our. Uh, live shows. We've got live shows coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's do some quick plugs before, yeah. we, um, before we move into what we want to talk about. But um, we're just finishing up Madison, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, five sold-out shows. Great. Yeah. Totally sold out days before we even got here, which yeah. is awesome. Fantastic. So he has a good advice for getting your tickets early to the Heffernan Lemmy Extravaganza. And that's the thing. That's like, you know, we see, because in this, in this, the club we're in now, Comedy on State in... Uh, in Madison, Wisconsin, fantastic club, maybe the best in the country. One great of the best club, in the country, such certainly. a great club, great room, owned by a great family. Yeah. Um, the way that the, before we go on stage, we actually don't have direct access to the stage from the green room, so we we have to go through the bar. And we, the unfortunate or fortunate side effect is that we wind up seeing all the people who have been put on the wait list because they didn't rally to oh, get their tickets. That's right. That's right. That's like, too bad. Like last night, there were a couple guys there in the club had to buy them a shot. Yeah. To you know drown their sorrows. I know. So we're just saying, don't be those. Don't be those people. Don't be that guy. Yeah. Get your tickets. Get your tickets. Okay. Uh, well, we are coming up in December, December second and third. We will be Arlington Draft House mm-hmm. in Arlington, Virginia. Another one of our favorite places. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, always great shows there. Mm-hmm. Right. Fun, fun, fun. Two shows Friday. Two shows Saturday. Yep. 
Uh, and then the next weekend, we'll be in Philly, Philadelphia, the city of brotherly love. Yeah. It's been a while since we've done a show there, right? Well, a long you know time. What? I, I have to say, and, and the last time we were there, if you remember, was at that rock and roll club. Yeah. And that was, I would say, the drunkest crowd. Yeah, I've one ever of had. the drunkest rowdy shows you've ever done. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, but too, too drunk. And <laughs> like, too drunk? Like people, well, it was people... standing. It was standing. There were no seats, right? So it made it even no more seats, drunk. No lifted stage. <laughs> right. So right. remember, there were like people falling onto the stage and right. walking onto the stage. It's like. It was like us walking around a drunk crowd doing comedy. <laughs> yeah. It was like Altamont, you know, and you see the stones, like the fucking like, gangs on stage. And... But this will be at the Helium Comedy Club. This is a different place, right? Philadelphia, the Helium Comedy Club, December 8th, 9th, and 10th. Yes. And tickets are on sale for that, too. And uh, you can go to heffernandlemmy.com, uh, heffernandlemmy.com, uh, and check it out, or you can follow us on Twitter. We'll tell you how to get tickets there. Uh, and then uh, I'll announce this one, too, because uh, I saw the tickets are on sale uh, uh, in Vermont. We'll be in Vermont January 12th. It's a Thursday. Mm-hmm. We will be in Rutland, Vermont. Yeah. At the Paramount Theater, which I hear is a cool old theater. I hear it's lovely. Uh, so it's January 12th, Rutland, Vermont, Paramount Theater. The tickets are on sale. The next night uh, will be the 13th. We'll be in Stratton doing shows, but I haven't seen anything on sale for that yet. So Okay, yeah. Stratton so Mountain just, Resort. So just um, mark your calendars, but we're coming to Vermont in January. You can definitely get tickets in Rutland already, so go there, get some tickets. Yeah. Okay, so those are the shows that are coming up. Yeah. Uh, uh, we are in Madison. Last night we had a lot of fun because not only were we doing a couple sold-out shows here, but our special was on Comedy Central last night. That's right. Right? Below the Belt aired, premiered, the world premiere was on Comedy Central, played that was twice. Exciting. That was so fun to have it up there. We did some live tweeting. Yeah, so it, it's interesting because... The first time it ran, it was the 50-minute version, the extended version with right. limited commercial breaks. Right. But censored. Right. So bleeped. A lot of things were bleeped out. Yeah. 89 uh, fucks were bleeped out. Yeah. Of the 50-minute special. Yeah. <laughs> then they ran the 42-minute version with the regular commercial breaks, but uncensored. Right. So all the fucks were in there, except the six or eight minutes that were cut yeah, out. Yeah, but less fucks, but right. all not bleeped. Sure. And the interesting thing anyway is that the special truly is actually twice as long. We, we did a 90-minute special and cut it, it in half for Comedy Central, which is fine. In uh, I believe in a couple of months we will be streaming it uh, through our yeah, website. Yeah, we'll, we'll put it up there and we'll put, maybe put the whole thing on, right? The whole It'll be the whole job. enchilada. Uh, my family, my kids started to watch because we thought, you know, it was, the, it was the bleep version. My wife thought it was the bleep version. Maybe they could watch on Comedy Central. And they only got about a couple minutes in. But I'm not <laughs> even sure why your wife thought that the subject matter would be good enough. Uh, well, I, I think I, what I said to her was I think my subject matter uh, in and of itself is not that big of a deal. Well, except yours that, is all about jerking off, and know, I was Kev, like, I, they shouldn't be watching the jerking off. You stuff. know, Kev, let me tell you something. <laughs> I was watching your set last night because, like, like uh, watching my set in Madison or watching my set on the TV on, below the belt. Got I, it. I was okay. watching our special because I remember, like, you know, you were we were t- you uh, you tweeted something out like, if you uh, want some dick jokes, <laughs> wait till you get to Lemmy's set. <laughs> right. And then I was watching your routine, and right. literally every other word out of your mouth for like ten minutes straight was dick, 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 <laughs> dick, dick. And I was right. I, I had forgotten about how, but that's because it was about little kids taking a piss. You know what I mean? Sure, and that's what I, you know. But I, I assumed my kids could watch that because they are the kids taking a piss. But I can't. They can't watch about you know jerking off. Sure. You know? Well, listen, I'm not asking to. <laughs> they didn't make it that far anyway. Keep your family out. They of They didn't it. make it through my thing. And then uh, my in-laws watched it, and uh, we were trying to hide it from them. <laughs> my wife and I. 
and then they watched it. Uh, and this is great. They decided that you know they weren't going to stay up till midnight to watch it, so they they DVR'd it. Yeah, and they watched it while they ate their breakfast the next morning. Oh, that's good. That's good <laughs> breakfast material. <laughs> that's fantastic. And so my father-in-law said he learned a lot of new things. And because uh, usually your your in laws watch Blue Bloods, uh, the yeah, they'll watch like a, like an episode of Blue on Bloods a Saturday during morning the, during the breakfast morning thing. Yeah, uh, but no, they uh, they said they learned a lot of things and um, and that they weren't really familiar with the concept of ass waxing, but uh, they were interested to hear that it exists. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, <laughs> that's the whole thing. It's a generational thing. This is a new it really is. These are new topics. It really is. It's it cutting really edge shit. Is. Ass waxing is cutting edge. Sure, God dang it. But it was super fun that it was on. I uh, thanks to everybody who watched it. We got a lot of great tweets, a lot of stuff on Facebook, um, and uh, it's just fun to you know we worked on that thing for a long time, and you end up doing those shows. You know, you do the shows for a long time to get the show to a place where you can shoot it. You know, and so uh, it was fun to actually see the culmination of that. Yeah, and I also I always forget how much I do like live tweeting and interacting with people on Twitter. Yeah. Because um, you know you get some funny comments and then you get some back and forth going. And Why don't we just live tweet once a week? Why don't we just do that? Uh, sure, okay, Kev, let's do it. Uh, you uh, anything like you, you just pick your yeah. you pick whatever. Blue you're bloods. Gonna, let's yeah. live. Uh, let's I'm live. Gonna, tweet uh, blue bloods. I'm gonna uh, live tweet the Big Bang Theory uh, episode this week. Are you there? You Jump heard Kevin on. say it. You heard Kevin say it. There it is. Big Bang. What day is it, uh, Eric? I don't know. And when? I don't. And know. what network? I don't know. CBS. <laughs> CBS. CBS. Is it CBS? Yeah. Dude, yeah. That would be pretty funny if you just picked something to live tweet and you had no connection to it whatsoever. Yeah, let's do it. Hey, everybody, jump on. Follow me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to live tweet tonight. I'm going to live tweet uh, the Goldbergs on ABC. I'd like to, so I'd join like me. to explain that to my wife. Like, <laughs> what you doing, motherfucker, tonight? Yeah. What you doing over there? What you doing, bitch? Uh, Kevin and I are going to live tweet the Big Bang Theory. Duh who? What? Why? Are you on the episode? No. no. Do what? you know somebody on the show? No. You got some vested interest in one of the actresses on that show? No, uh-huh. honey. No, dear. Of course I don't. Why are you doing jive-ass bullshit? Well, I'm j- uh, so why are you going to be live-tweeting on that shit? Shit. Come here and suck my dick. <laughs> okay. That's okay. what your wife says? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, honey. Okay. Okay, and that's how you stop live tweeting. Yeah, that's when. That's how it never if, if there's a pause in our Big Bang Theory live <laughs> tweets, because I'm sucking my wife's dick. <laughs> because your wife is mad at you. Yeah, and is making you suck. Yeah, she doesn't understand. Okay. What this social? Because my my wife recently quit. She's not on tweet Twitter. Yeah. She's on Facebook. She she quit Facebook. Okay, why? Because because she doesn't like the trolls. She doesn't like what. She honestly got tired of like, for the last year of all the president election. Presidential oh. election stuff and everybody's opinion and people arguing. Oh, were people putting on her Facebook page? I thought it was all about showing pictures of your kids and shit like that, isn't it? Well, that is the nice version of right, it. Right, right. You know, the nice version is like a picture of your kid. Yeah. The annoying version is a picture of your fucking food that day. <laughs> okay. Or your coffee. Like, here's what I'm my mocha latte. Yeah, have an awesome bowl of beef chili this afternoon. Yeah, it's so annoying. Check it out. Yeah, the, the feet is another big one. Like, here's my feet. Why do people do feet? They just to show you where they are. It's like feet up on the beach. I see. You know, okay. or like what shoes they're wearing. I don't okay. know. It's a whole. Th- there, there is probably like a thing. Okay. Behind it, like there's probably a hashtag or something. Sure. Like, foot Fridays. Or right. Something yeah. Like that. Foot geography. Yeah. Or yeah. Something like that. Geo. Okay. Foot. Okay. Foot. Yeah. Geoped. Yeah. Okay. Some shit. I'm like with that. I got. I get that. But uh, but then there's like the ones that, and I get it. It's like people express their political opinions. Like yeah. You know, who's this person? Who's you know like. Who's this 
bonkers, bananas, uh, you know, orange guy, or who's right. this lying criminal running right. for president? You know, it's right. like, everyone's got a little meme they throw up there. Yeah, and then here come all the comments, and then friends sure. start arguing. You know, they get in fights. Yeah, yeah, happens all the time, bro. All that shit. Give me put a fucking cat video up. Sure. I apologize. I take it all back. All my cat video harassment. Who would America be in better shape if we all just watched cat videos together? You know what they actually would. They actually would. <laughs> Kevin, you laugh, but it's true. Because things is weird right now. Bro. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna run for president. Things is weird on the cat platform. I'm calling it the cat form. Sure. The cat form. Okay, there you go. My platform is the cat form. The cat form. Let's Steve Lemmy's cat form. There we go. All right. Cool. What are we talking about today? You know what? Like, um, we're, we're talking about life on the road. Oh, is it because we're on the road? We're on the road. Make you think about that? Well, you know, it's funny because I was thinking about, like, the whole cheese curds thing. Yeah. And I was thinking that there are, you know, like, being on the road is a mixed bag. It is a mixed bag. There's some great shit about it, and there's some shit that's not so great. Yeah. Now, we go on the road primarily to do stand-up comedy shows. That's correct. And, you know. And we go, sometimes we go on a little stretch where we do a good deal, and a good uh, a lot of them, and then sometimes we, we're not on the road for a while. But you know. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and look, I mean, the pros of doing stand-up comedy on, on the road, obviously, we, you know... We interact with the fans. We yep. have a good time. Um, right. Creating, writing funny shit that we like. We love doing stand-up comedy. Yeah. It's awesome. Telling jokes. Telling jokes. Telling funny stories. You know, I was thinking about this yesterday when I was jogging around, you know, the lake here in oh, Madison, good for Wisconsin. you, Mr. Responsible, going jogging in Madison, Wisconsin. Go. Are you making fun of me for exercise? I'm now? not. We're going to get into I'm just kind of leading into some now things. Now we're going right, <laughs> to get just, into I'm this. just leading into some We're going to get into this. Okay. Um, so I don't know. Like, you know, we should probably tell people what our daily schedule is. Because it, like, it sure. could be. Like, this is a weird. It's a subculture of uh, entertainment, this uh, this going on the road doing clubs and doing comedy. Yeah. And there's a bunch of people do them. And there's a, ta- a club in every town. And usually the schedule is the same everywhere we go. Yeah, and and it's like you know, like there's there's a cliche. John Bon Jovi sang about it mm-hmm. in his song "Wanted, Dead or Alive." Oh yeah, it's all the same. Only the names will change. Right. Every day it seems you're wasting away. Right. Sometimes you tell the day by the bottle that you drink. Sometimes when you're alone, when all you do is think. Oh Jesus! I'm okay. a cowboy <laughs> <laughs> on a steel horse. I ride. You know what he's talking about? A sure. motorcycle. I know That's that a metaphor. Because it's steel. Yeah, it's not really even a metaphor. Yeah, it's a steel horse. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but it's not a horse, Kev. And I'm wounded. You, you don't hear you don't hear a cowboy say like, "Hey, I'm riding around on a flesh motorcycle," meaning a horse. No. See what I'm no, saying? You oh yeah, good point. Okay, good so point. steel horse is still a metaphor, Kev. Good point. Um, but like, uh, you, you know, the I don't want to start off with anything negative. So I'll just say like one thing I love about being on the road yeah. is the ability to catch up on sleep. <laughs> it's funny because you would think that you're going to work, but I guess the difference is. When you're on the road, you're doing these comedy shows. It's a very kind of nocturnal thing. Like yeah. it's a you work at night, you do your shit at night, and then uh, you we get done really late, you know. Yeah, and but, then you just sleep in. And you're it's also there's some backdoor nocturnalism as well. What do you mean? Meaning like okay, so here here's a, a typical weekend for us. For oh, Kevin this is great. And I this is instructional to our to the Chew Crew. Just just to give a general idea of. of this is the schedule when we're on the road. Yeah, and so I say backdoor nocturnalism, and and that really applies for our East Coast visits. Okay. okay? And what I mean by that is Thursday morning. Right. So usually we're performing Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday night. So right, three, three nights of shows. Yeah, so for an East Coast show, Kevin and I will wake up Thursday morning at about 4 a.m. Right. That's the backdoor nocturnalism. I see. You're, you're still, okay, you're waking the other up side of the night. nocturnal, okay. Yeah, and we will get... Into the car and drive. To but the you airport. love it because you're a morning guy. 
we will get in, <laughs> into the car for like a 6 a.m. flight. Sure. Or right. something like right. that, 6.30. Right, no problem. Yep. Um, okay, so then we land. We usually land, though. Remember, there's a time difference. So okay, we'll land right. at like 3 or 4 in the afternoon. Sure, the day of the show. Yeah. Um, and the that show on Thursday is usually maybe like 8 o'clock or something like that. Yep. So you get to the hotel. You got We we have to eat. We also have to prepare for the show. Yep, got to do a prep. So you don't really have too much time. You got to go right into the shows. Yeah, so like we'll, we'll go. We'll grab a bite to eat. We'll go through our material for the shows. Yep. We'll do the show. Yep. Okay, then when we're done with the show, you know, we'll do the meet and greet. Yep, after every show, meet and greet. After every show, we do a meet and greet. Which we'll get to that. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, and then we have to wake up early on Friday morning to do local radio right. and TV and do press. Boo-hoo, boo-hoo. For the shows. I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. <laughs> I'm just saying. So usually, we have some pickups that are at like 5.30 in the morning. Well, that's the that's the thing about it is is that it is a nocturnal thing, but there's that one day where you do have to go do the Wacky Morning Zoo tour, and uh, you hit all those radio shows, yes. Right. But so, then what happens is, you wake up at 5.30 in the morning. Oftentimes, you don't get back to the hotel till like 10.30. Right. 10.30, 11 o'clock. Yeah. 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, this is where things get a little wonky. Then you take a nap. Right. And oftentimes, like, I'll go to, like, 3 or 4 in the afternoon. <laughs> okay. Or something like that. Okay. Even if you get th- 2 or 3, that is not necessarily enough. Like, you'd still wake up feeling pretty wonky. Sure. Right. Then we have to exercise. Right. Just as a, to, to be healthy and sane. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to keep your figure. Just to, you know, just to just get... to keep your cute figure, Get Steve. the mind right. <laughs> okay. And then Kevin and I, you know, we always have work to do. So we, sure. we'll get together and try to do some work. One, for the show that we're doing that night. Yep. Make corrections for things that we didn't do well the night before. Yep. Um, and also, we you know, we have we still work in film and television back in... in yeah, we're always writing stuff. Yeah, so we're always we'll, getting in for that. We'll try to squeeze That's the beauty there. of going on the road, though. I mean, we have kids, right? When you're away, you have that opportunity to, A, sleep if you want to, or B, work if you want to. Or in both. In an un- uninterrupted way. Or both. Now, here's where we get a little break. That... The Friday night, we have determined, Friday night is our one night that we can blow off some steam. Oh, my steam. God, you're telling the truth now, though. Maybe you shouldn't tell them that. Oh, just because they're going to come Friday night. <laughs> and the shows are ending at like 1 o'clock in the morning anyway. Yeah, right. Um, but so Friday night is the one night. If we're going to go out, Friday night is it. And yeah. we tell our friends who are in the town, Friday night. If, if yeah, you come wanna, Friday night, we'll hang out. Yeah, come Friday night. But yeah, Saturday is the day we have the most free time. But right. it's all filled. It's filled with either yeah. exercise or work. Yeah, and some sleep. Then we do two more shows that mm-hmm. night. We have the meet and greets. Then we get out of town. I don't come back. I don't come back well rested. You know, despite the fact that you get a little more sleep. No, no, but, we uh, you rack the entire flight home. Yeah, but you, that's not necessarily you, restful anyway. Yeah, yeah. You have, you have late night, uh, a little late night working there. Yeah, but um, and you know, I think that leads to a situation where, you know, people are also like, hey. Did you go out and see the blah, blah, blah when you were in so-so? And it's like, uh, you don't necessarily get a whole lot of time to go out and sightsee or whatever it was. You know, like today, we're here in uh, Wisconsin, and there's, you know, those giant football games going on today. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, and we were invited by a guy who said, I could give yeah. you tickets. Sure. Well, multiple people invite. Like, even at the thing last night, there were multiple people who said, come to this or go to that event or we'll, you know, whatever. Yeah. And uh, it's nice, but we just didn't, uh, we needed to get some work done. If there's ever a time, a weekend when we know that no friends are going to come to visit us, that's when we will take that opportunity to come back to the hotel and do work after the right. shows. Sure. Right, right, Which right, is a whole right. other thing. That's a whole other thing. And we're doing yeah. legitimate work. We're not right. just like fucking around. Like we're actually right. working. We're, we're writing. Yeah. We're burning the candle. Yeah. Um, but uh, we definitely don't see enough things. People are like, oh, did you go to this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't do it. But like, 
We have made special we exceptions. We have done that, though. Like Nashville. Nashville is great. Is a town. We yep. have a number of friends in Nashville. That's what it is. The friends force you to go out and do stuff, which yeah. I think is a good thing. Well, but it's also like a lot of friends will invite us to do things. Yeah. And we're like, nah, nah, we got to work. But then there are friends who are like, we're coming to the hotel. <laughs> Particularly in Nashville, we're right. friends with a bunch of uh, NFL offensive linemen. Right. They're like, we're coming to the hotel 11 o'clock. And we're taking you to this. Right. Okay. And for example, with those guys, we went down to the uh, the Jack Daniels Distillery. Yeah. Right? Was it Lynchburg? Is that where it is? Lynchburg? Lynchburg, Tennessee. And uh, we yeah. went down there with those guys when we were doing shows. There it was a blast. Yeah. And Lynchburg, Tennessee, interesting, is, the, is a dry county still, which was interesting. Dry county. I don't know. Is it still? I don't know. But it's a dry county, but yet that's where they make all the Jack Daniels, right? Yeah. And we had a great tour. We got those guys got us a, a nice a tour of the Jack Daniels Distillery, which was hilarious because uh, you know in the first part I don't know if you remember like the uh, the guy was talking about the barrel and the bunghole and the right. barrel and you and I started snickering at bunghole <laughs> and it seemed like nobody else was right uh, understood the joke there or was it childish ways huh the childish ways uh, yeah but I didn't know that <laughs> the term bunghole came from a oh, barrel I knew that you did yeah just a funny but it's funny though. Do you know what a ball cock is? Uh, no, it's a ball cock. It's the thing in the toilet that like. Oh right, 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 right. It's called yeah, a yeah, ball sure, cock. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The bunghole. I, know, I didn't know bunghole came from a barrel. For I remember yeah. fucking snickering like a dick at the uh, bunghole <laughs> comment in the in the tour of the Jack Daniels distillery. The bunghole. I mean, I, and that was a blast. And like uh, some of the other what regional places we went to, fun places. NORAD. Remember we went to NORAD. NORAD was phenomenal. We were in uh, Denver. We went down to Colorado Springs. We went to. Um, Cheyenne Mountain. Yeah, that and, was... Uh, uh, but we did a podcast about that. Major William Russell. Bill yeah. Russell. Yeah. Um, he's a true crew member. Yeah. Big shout out to all the people over there. Yeah. That was an amazing thing. Uh, what were some of the... Oh, uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We, we did shows in Cleveland, and we got a very cool behind-the-scenes tour of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. That was fun. That was really nice. The thing to see in Cleveland. Is it? I believe. I, well, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is is, uh, is legendary. Yeah. Um, you know, in uh, in Buffalo, you and I... Made a few special trips to uh, check out some wing <laughs> restaurant. Uh, also, what you need to do in Buffalo. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's a two for one. It's like a local that's, cuisine. Yeah, it's a local cuisine, but also you have to check out the birthplace of the Buffalo wing. Yeah. Is Buffalo. And where, I remember we went to one place. That was Gabriel's Gate. Gabriel's Gate? Yeah. The Gabriel's wings. Gate. I mean, all we ate in Buffalo were wings. Oh, yeah. But those were good wings, man. But we. Made a point of asking the people in that area where the best local wing is. Yeah. And going and checking it out. Yeah, there were various opinions. Sure. But that's why, you know, that's why that's a that's a great trip to make when you're in a town. Yeah. To you go know find what, the best wing. You know what's funny <laughs> was that like remember we were there and there was a dude, a kid, like probably like a twenty one year old kid at the next table. Yeah. Who just came to eat some wings by himself. Oh yeah. Yeah. And do you remember he ate his wings and then he fell asleep sitting up at at yeah. his table? I feel like he was like a college student and like he was taking a break from studying or something like that. Yeah. And he just came and he methodically ate a plate of wings by himself. He didn't bring a book. He didn't watch TV. He had no entertainment for himself. He just sat there at the thing, ate a whole plate of wings by himself, wiped his mouth, and then fell asleep at the table. <laughs> yeah. Well, I would, you know, I would venture to say... <laughs> we were laughing at him. He was nodding yeah. off at the table. Yeah, I venture to say something you mentioned there was like he didn't bring a book. Right. I bet there's not one person who's ever brought a book to eat wings. Like, oh, that's bullshit. Wait a second. Hold on. Yeah. You can like have a nice lunch by yourself and read a book, but you can't right. eat wings and read a book. Well, I mean, you can you can read the book before and after you eat the wings. That you can do. Right. 
that and, you can and do. You, but I think usually people, when they go to eat, they bring some sort of, you know, entertainment for themselves. When you eat. But right? wings is something like, I mean, here's, here's the way you could read a book and eat wings. Yeah. Your book's got to be on a Kindle. Yep. And you have to keep your pinky clean. One pinky needs to be okay. clean. Not a Kindle, but you're, t- oh, you're, talking, about, you're talking about an electronic book? A or tablet. You, okay, I, was saying, I thought you meant you had, you had to be on like one of those you know, book holder displays. I don't, I mean, you can, uh, you possibly could, you don't have to touch the book, but you can read the book. You know well, I was thinking like, you know, you get a Kindle or a tablet or something like that. It's <laughs> like, right. and you can scroll with your pinky. Sure. You can definitely do that. So you can go nine fingers eating the right. wings and nine one, fingers, fingers, wing sauce. Yeah. And then your classy pinky <laughs> is used to turn the pages. Sure. Or scroll sure. the pages. That's this, how you can do it. This young gentleman didn't do that. Now nah, he came 10 fingers yeah. on those wings. Uh, but that brings us to the other thing: is the uh, is local cuisine, the local cuisine of uh, traveling around uh, yeah. and doing these shows. Yeah, like we talked about the cheese curds, cheese curds. But uh, obviously, the wings in, in uh, the wings in Buffalo. Okay, great. Rochester, New York, has the garbage. Oh, uh, the garbage plate, which is I can't remember because you only eat there when they're drunk, right? And that's where it even comes from. They just throw as much shit onto a plate. It's got like macaroni and cheese and meat and whatever, it's right? A garbage plate. It's a garbage plate. Yeah. But throw people, garbage on it. But that's like, you know, we went there and everyone was like, oh, you know, you haven't had the garbage plates. Garbage. We're like, what the fuck is a garbage plate? Uh-huh. Like, you, ha- you haven't had a garbage plate? You're having oh, you one. haven't had a garbage plate? You're having What are you fucking crazy? Yeah. So then you have a garbage plate. You're like, oh, right. I get it. Right. I get it. It's a late night slop bucket. I sure. What was the other, some of the other cuisine that we've well, had? Obviously, in Canada, you get the poutine. Okay, right. Poutine. Yeah. You know, and then you, in Canada, they've got poutineries. So, like, literally, you're, go- like, you're going to eat. There's a college student who's sitting down, you know, Without a book for a plate of poutine. <laughs> and nothing to read, just getting poutine in yeah. his hands. Um, in Oklahoma, we hit, we hit the beef jerky hut. Oh, that's right. That was that, uh, it was like a, like a beef jerky, like factory. It was like a, it was like a roadside yeah. outlet store of beef jerky. Yeah, it was like the beef jerky depot. Yeah. <laughs> and we loaded up on jerky. We did. Like, I, I actually brought jerky home. Oh, me too. Because I had so much jerky. I bought, like... $60 worth of beef jerky <laughs> I brought it home I was like What this I was like It's beef jerky From all over the place She's like Ooh Give me some <laughs> What do you do with that I don't know I'm going to eat it While I live tweet The Big Bang Theory Oh, oh why No you ain't no, oh, I'm going to eat it No you ain't Because number one I'm going to eat it all And number two You ain't doing shit During Big Bang Theory <laughs> Theory Yeah Big um, Bang Theory Yeah You know what um, Yeah so let's see. Let's let's just uh, dive back into this. So okay, so we're talking cuisine. A couple a couple places. I like. I just want to. I want to backpedal a little bit. Okay. Because I've run out of cuisines. Oh really? I I thought we were going to talk about. Um, you have more cuisines. Yeah, I got one more. Th- I got one more thing. What do you got? It's not really a local cuisine. It's just what we eat when we're on the road. Yes, let's talk about it. <laughs> let's talk about it. Because there's one thing. Right. We tend to, and this is kind of like a little date we like to go on. Yeah. And it's a little bit because we are away from the kids and the wives. Well, sh- should we mention it? Because, you know, these walls have ears, Kev. They do. Are, are you in, I won't get in trouble. Will you get in trouble? For what? For what you're about to say. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I don't, are, we, are we not thinking of the same thing? No, we are thinking the same thing. But I'm, I feel like this, you know, you're, I feel like you're cheating on, on a diet here. Oh, no. We, 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 uh, uh, we definitely, when we come to a town, we like to go to a steakhouse. Fuck. Yeah. And uh, like a couple of guys out at the steakhouse, right? The kids aren't around. The wives aren't around. Yeah. Uh, we're not worried about our diets. No, I like to, I like to go into it angry. Like, we'll, we'll, you know, we'll land on a Thursday or something like that. Yeah. And one of us will say to the other, you know, like, I'll tell you one thing. I'm getting a fucking steak tonight. <laughs> 
And that's usually the way. And then the other one's like, yeah, for sure, for sure. Is it because we like steak that much, or is it like some weird like male like uh, perfume that we need? Some uh, uh, pheromone. That's uh, <laughs> we, making us go eat steak. The fair one, like we, I smell you, and yeah, you smell yeah, me, and yeah. it makes us think of steak. <laughs> uh, no, it's because steak is goddamn delicious. Oh well, I know, but a lot of people, a lot of people are opposed to steak. You know that, right? Uh, Fuck them! Fuck you, Facebook! Fuck <laughs> you, you stupid! Fuck! Learn how to spell. But we had uh, hit a couple of good ones here in, in Wisconsin. We went to steakhouse. We went to and, uh, uh, Thursday night. We went, went to we a place called Tornado. Yeah, right. And uh, I had the. Like my my steak, my filet mignon that I got looked like a, right. a soup can. It did. It looked. It looked like a mini football. Yeah, it like was one like, of those little footballs you, you throw around in the in the pool. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A little plastic football. Yeah. It was like tall. <laughs> right. It was taller than it was wide. I mean. Right. You know. Delicious. Yeah. It was. It was tasty. Then we went to a restaurant called Rare last night, which was right. fantastic. It was very good. Yeah. Um. And I'm. I'm even wondering if we're going to go for the trifecta. Oh yeah, we're going to find another steakhouse. Yet another steakhouse. Well, that, Madison has a ton of great places. They do. That's the beauty about some of these places you go to. You know, whether it's Madison or Nashville or any of these, uh, like the, anywhere in the Midwest, or whatever, like uh, or Texas. You know, there's some, just some fucking meat around here, bro. You there's a lot of meat around here, boy. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and a lot of let me and I enjoy a good steak, and we, and we like to take this opportunity to go on the road and just sit down and have a little steak dinner together. Yeah, there, it, prob- the problem is like there is diet diet wise, the road can be a little <laughs> bit unhealthy. <laughs> diet wise, the road is fucking terrible. Yeah, and you have to fight to not like the times when we've been doing movies, and those times where we're like late night, we'll just drink like water and eat apples, you know, yeah. that kind of shit. Yeah, as opposed to the raiding bad, the vending the machine time. as we like to do, or. Getting the late night, well, like room service or something. Like that. Sure, sure. I try to avoid, but <laughs> like you know, for, I, I will say like uh, last night. Yeah, we went to that the rare steakhouse, right? And we went early. Yeah, to have like a working dinner, right? Get some work done, man. And not uh, just eat, but get work done to work. We were yeah, working, right? And uh, we got done with the meal. We still had like an hour and fifteen minutes to go before the. The show, and so the yeah. the waiter came over and was like, "Can I interest you in some dessert?" And you're like, "Okay, <laughs> well, we've got some time to kill." Sure, and also I'll preface it by saying I didn't eat a big steak because I wanted to s- not be too full for my set. Uh, and then I realized how many ounces was your steak? Well, it was a uh, it was a twelve ouncer, but with bone, <laughs> so it's probably like the same as your steak. Oh, you, I was I'm scared uh, to order too big of a steak because I don't like that feeling when you're too full and you're going on stage. Yeah. And so I, I ordered one that I thought would be just up to the edge of what I needed. Twelve. Right. And then it was actually, because of the bone, it was, it was you know, closer to the eight or ten ounce uh, yes. steak. And uh, Kevin needed a little more than that. Yeah, yeah. Kevin see. needed a little more beef than that. <laughs> he needed more meat than you. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's like, look, I'm not, I'm gonna not, I won't make any <clears throat> bones about it. Mm-hmm. But I am a pussy when it comes to my belly size. So okay. Like, you know, like a perfect steak for me. Yeah. I'm about to lose half the chukka right I know. Jesus. Is look at a six ounce. Good night. I'm turning this off hey, now. Fucking pussy. Turn this off. Six ounce steak. What, what an asshole. I'm out of here. That's not even. That's like a bite. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's like one bite of it steak. Is, I mean, you could eat a six ounce steak in two bites, I bet. Who, me? I bet you could eat one of my six ounce filet in, in yes, I could. two bites. I could. 
Um, but like lately, the last couple of times, it's been like an eight ounce fillet, and that's where sure. I'm pushing it. But when, yeah, yeah, this is a little too much. Two, two ounces is too many for me. As a matter of fact, I think you left a couple of bites on the table at that other steakhouse. You're right, I did. <laughs> I did. I left about an ounce on the table. Right, steak with the bone is good, man. What is so good about steak with the bone? I don't know. You're just cutting it off the bone, and then you can like chew on the bone a little bit if you wanted to. It's disgusting. It's great. It's delicious. It's disgusting. It's delicious. That's just pure animal. Shit it is. Thing. But what do you think that's you're like, doing? You're like a canine who just. What do you to, think like, you're doing? You're eating a slab hard. of. Of meat. Yeah, I know. You're eating a slab of cow. I get that, but I don't have to <laughs> feel like I also just like hunted it down in the high plains of Africa. Why? Why not? And I'm eating it off the Why bone. not? Why not? What's wrong with that? I mean, would you rather than we ordered like a 24 ounce steak and we sat shoulder to shoulder and ate it off the bone together? Because <laughs> it seems like that's the direction you're no, going. No, I'm not going in that direction. No, I'm civilized. I'm, I don't no, want to go civilized. in that direction. The um, point, anyway, <laughs> was that the waiter suggested some desserts and we were like, We'll just take Oh, a I don't look. know if I could. Okay, oh, really? Take a peek. Uh, I don't know if I let's should. Take a peek. So we took a peek. Sure. And uh, you know, you you got a piece of chocolate cake that was as big as your head. I got I ordered a chocolate cake a la mode. Yeah. And then they brought the chocolate cake and they forgot the a la mode and the cake was so big that we were like, ah, it's probably not a big deal. And they're like, Oh, let us get that uh ice cream for you. And then they brought the ice cream out. Yeah, extra ice cream, I think. Yeah. Which you had some too. I sure did. Eh? I'm yeah. not. I'm not innocent. I got the creme brulee. Right. And at the end, I tucked into some of your chocolate. Right. Cake. So you, I didn't tuck into yours, but you tucked into you tucked into the ice cream and the uh, the thing, right? So yeah. Oh, oh you, no. You know what? You know. What? I guess I ate all the dessert. You didn't have any dessert. No, no. I don't know why you're coming at me for. I'm uh, not coming at you. I don't know. I mean, you ate a you lot did of dessert a steak too. and cake. Yeah, <laughs> steak and cake. I like that. Huh. Steak and cake. Damn. That's a good restaurant name. That what they should do is like instead like steak surf and, cake. and turf. Yeah. So yeah, so we th- we do that, but you know, yeah. then there's the, the late night stuff. You know, we we got like last weekend we were in Portland. The guy behind the front desk uh, was a fan. Yeah, and so right when we checked into the hotel, like a few minutes after we arrived in our rooms, there was a knock on the door, and it was him from the front desk. Yeah, for each of us, he had a bucket with a few beers in it, and then also a bunch of like different candies, like right. you know, a bag of M and M's. Right. Uh, like a you know, like a Kit Kat bar, like right. a Snickers bar, like the whole. And he offered me a massage too. Did he do that for you? Or? Uh, he offered me a blowjob. You want to oh. up each other? Should we just one up each other? Oh, oh no, I don't know. Oh, I mean, he brought I, me. I didn't know he he. I, I didn't have a blowjob massage, but okay, that's yeah. what he did for okay. you. I understand. That's okay. great. Yeah. Okay. Um, but anyway, my point with this right. is that like you're like, oh man, I don't need all that candy. Like, oh, sure, we really are. We don't want to be unhealthy. Yeah. It's like each night you come back. After the show, you're sitting there. Right. Like, I'm gonna have a bag of M and M's. Yeah. Let's just tuck into this stuff. Boom. Right, and then by the end of the weekend, it's gone. It's gone, and then you're thanking that guy. What a nice gesture by him. I love that guy. That guy who, but we've had also other people bring us wonderful little food gifts. Remember the person we had, Nanaimo, baked us like cupcakes and shit like that. That was delicious. I have. Do you remember that? I have. She owned her, a bakery. She's at the top of my list here. Oh, she is. She owned a bakery. That's correct. And she brought us like a. Boxes of like cupcakes and yeah. cookies and like dipped treats. Yeah, and when you look at it, you're like, oh no, I couldn't, I possibly couldn't. And then you take it back to your hotel room, and then it sits in your hotel room for a little bit, and then you just kind of pick away at it. Yeah, we didn't just pick away at those though. We right. could, we tucked into those. That's true. They were so good. Cupcakes and Nanaimo was in my header. Like to me, that's the sequel to uh, Letters from a Geisha. <laughs> <laughs> Is that going to title your your autobiography? Cupcakes and Nanaimo. Cupcakes and Nanaimo. Yeah. Oh, God. No, that I mean, the, the, I wrote down a bunch of the the things. I mean, like, you know, we've had some amazing gifts. Like, you know, I love the military guys who like they'll bring like challenge coins. Sure. Uh, challenge coin is something that uh, you know. If you're not in the military, you 
probably haven't heard of it. I hadn't heard of it until no, you yeah. know, we made our movies. Now I got a stack of them. Yeah, and they're it's it's you know they're coins that are distributed to people in that particular branch or that particular. They're like branch. ceremonial kind of or, ornate coins. Yeah, and, and police officers have them too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're basically something that you know just signifies you were a member. Um, right. Of that, of that, part, whatever branch it is, you're yeah. you're a member of that, and there's a ritual there too, where, you know, from what we've heard, if you're out in a bar, and you like, if you're a marine and you've got your challenge coin, and you see another marine there, and you put your challenge coin down on the bar in front of him, if he doesn't have his challenge coin on him, then he has to buy you, and I think everybody in the bar mm-hmm. drinks. Mm-hmm. If he like, does have it, then you have to do it. Is that right? Yeah, because you made the challenge and he called your challenge. Okay, there you go. That's the way I understand it. There you go. The challenge coin. The um the the true crew, the military true crew people will know. They, they'll know. They'll yeah. know. But like you know, but they're but they're nice. Like when we were in beautiful coins shooting super yeah. troopers, uh, a state trooper showed up with five uh, state Massachusetts yeah. state police. We have a bunch of state police ones. We have California. We have uh, yeah. Different branches. We have Navy. We have the Marines. We have one we have for, from the for, Army. Uh, you know, for the Fallen. Yeah, just great. Um, we got um, one from uh, from NORAD. Yep, we got Shining one there. Mountain. Great. So, yeah, it's great. I think that was a bottle opener too, isn't it? It is a bottle opener and a challenge, a challenge coin, coin um, which is noise. Yeah, those are we. But uh, no, that those are super nice. And we had guys that came last night. Some guys from the uh, from the SWAT. I can't remember what county it was, but the SWAT team. It wasn't Dane County. It wasn't Dane. Dane County were the cops who showed up with like full beards and like goatees, and we were like, "Don't you have any? Are there are there no codes over there?" Right. Man? They're like, "Nah, yeah, we all have beards." Uh, but no, these the SWAT guys came and they brought us T-shirts and they get you know. Well, they presented us. They presented us gifts on stage. That's right. We the, got up on stage and the gifts were there already. Yeah. On Thursday night, a guy gave me uh, uh, my favorite new gift was that gigantic flask. <laughs> right. It's like a two-liter flask. Uh, a lot of cops bring us patches. Yeah. You know, their shoulder patches, which are cool. That's the funny thing. It goes back to who comes to our shows. It's cops and stoners. Yep. And the cops bring you, like, patches and T-shirts and things, and then the stoners bring you weed. Yeah, like, well, we've had, like, you know. <laughs> like we were just in Portland, and it's legal there, and that's just what everyone wants to give you. And you walk out of there. Yeah. Whether you smoke or not, you walk out of there with a fucking pocket full of like a pound of pot in your pocket. Yeah, in Colorado too. Like in fr- they're giving you weed in front of cops, in front of police officers. Um, we got a really nice gift in Portland last week. Those uh, uh, the leathersmith brought the Oh those, god, uh, yeah, great. Those hand-carved leather journals for us. Yeah. Which are amazing. Uh, but don't bring us gifts. Don't bring us gifts. You don't have to bring us gifts. No, don't. Uh, I always liked the uh, Wisconsin. It seems is, is there's a heavy concentration of nice gifts though in Wisconsin. Yeah. I always liked the ones from uh, Milwaukee who brought us the Purell. Right. The Maybe gift. the gate, the greatest gift. Yeah. Maybe the greatest gift uh, we've gotten was that uh, she brought us like a, a Costco sized like eight pack of giant Purell bottles. Yeah, because she knew about the meet and greets. <laughs> And assumed that that was just something we we needed, which sure you know, she she was right. Um, people will sometimes show up with uh, art, like either sketches or oh, drawings, yeah. or yeah, some like talented people out there. Some like knit uh, goods of yeah. of us, great, you know, from great. the movies and things. A like pleasure. That. Yeah. What if they welcome you with shots? I am done doing shots. <laughs> I am done doing shots, and I realize that in Calgary, um, in Madison, you you do get a lot of drinks delivered to you on stage. Yeah. Not necessarily shots, but like they have like, like fruity, like strawberry shortcakes. You know, uh, yeah, like somebody that. sent me a strawberry shortcake yeah. on Thursday. Night. It was delicious. It's good, but and but the shots are the thing that you know that pushes you over the top. 
that makes it a harder weekend. Um, yeah, well, that's what I've realized now, and I, and I, you know, you always forget it. Like in Calgary on a Thursday night show, Thursday night there was a guy there with his with his wife, and he just kept bringing shots. This was after the show, like post meet and greet, right? And it was like, okay, I don't have to get up, and then like and I did a, a few shots, and then was just hammered, right? And that's when I realized I just have to have the no shots policy forever in my life across the board for everything sure. so that I can remember in those instances. Because we do have times when we have, when we've been off the road for a while. Yep. Then we get back on the road and we forget. You forget that we sure. have no shots policy for this exact. Reason. You get overzealous. It's like your first day in the weight room and you just had to lift too much weight. I have that problem all the time. <laughs> so do I, all the time. Yeah. Or my first day back jogging again, and I, I, I go out and inject ten miles. You know what I mean? Well, the, yeah, I know. It's just ext- <laughs> you know, and then you're sore for like a yeah. Few I mean, days. it's just that's the way it is. Like you get on the road and you're excited, and all of a sudden you're doing shit you shouldn't be doing. Yeah, but I think you know because what happens is it's nobody's fault. It's our own fault. But sure. Like, what people don't realize, like they'll people will come to the shows. We do the meet and greets. Yep. You get it a lot worse than I do. Like guys want to chug against you. Yeah. But people will bring up shots, and the one thing they don't, they're not taking into consideration is that we actually have four more shows to do. Right. We might have one more show that night, or we've still got to wake up early the next day. And so if we were to just do all those show, like all those shots, two shows in a row, yeah, and all, and all that business, like it would just damage us. Sure. Whoop, whoop, whoop. But Quit so I'm crying, man. Guns and Roses does it, dude. Not anymore. Are you, you kidding? Son of a bitch. Well, you should read their, you know, read their fucking <laughs> memoirs. It's like they were able to do that until they were like twenty three, right? And then it just caught up to them and immediately. Then they just stopped. Yeah, now they're all sober. What are we doing? Jesus Christ! I know we got to stop. No, but like chugging you know, beers. Like Kansas City was was my most notorious shot. Sure, that was a hard. That was a hard one. Yeah, for that was you people. It was our first. For me too. Our first gig of the year a few years ago. That was the thing. I think I can't remember. It was like three, four years ago. We had not been on the road for a long time. Mm-hmm. We started to book up some shows, and the first show of the year was in Kansas City. In January. Yeah, and we went to do the shows, and the first night of the first show, it was like beer night. Yeah. Like like five-cent beers or some shit like that. Yeah. And people came there to drink their asses off. And they did. And they did. And they just started sending shots to the stage. And um, they were sending the shots. Now we declined them, but you know, you send them on stage. And they were sending the shots during your set, and so right. when I came out to join you, there were four or five empty shots in front of you, and then four or five full shots waiting for me. Sure. And like an asshole, right? I just pounded them all sure. back to back, like I do in the beginning of the Sure, like an asshole. Yeah, like an asshole. And probably did a few more during the two men and, into my, and five or ten minutes into my set. Once you had left the stage, I was blacked out. Right. Oh, I know. Oh, I know you know. <laughs> <laughs> blacked out Lemmy on stage is not the best Lemmy. It's not my favorite <laughs> Lemmy either. In this case, the audience, thankfully, and I know this because it's been told to me. Sure. The audience was into it. They were into it because they were fucking wasted too, man. They were wasted and they knew they had gotten me wasted. Right. And so they didn't care. It was the owner of the club who was like, get him off the stage. And I was like, you want me to get off the stage? He's like, go get him off the damn stage. I was like, dude, if I walk out on that stage right now, <laughs> it's going to be a 10-minute riff by him on why I'm on the stage during his set. Yeah. You want him off the stage? Yeah. The Don't last thing you should do, do is put me out. You go get him off the stage. Yeah. He'll, I would have, for that guy, <laughs> I would have come right off the stage. <laughs> he probably would have. I would have come right off the stage. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So no. So no shots anymore. Yeah. That was a that was a tough one. The Kansas City one. 
Um, but I think I don't. We don't do that so much anymore, right? We've we've learned our lesson. Oh yeah, no, we've learned a lesson. I now, I literally now have a no shots in life. Not that we don't get a little tipsy. Well, you know, look, we we like to to drink and we like to, um, you know, we like to get lubricated a little bit loose, and it's fun, obviously. But all you know, all things, all things in uh, in moderation. I was actually thinking about uh, one of my favorite stops in retrospect, which was another one of our first shows of the year. But do you yeah. remember our first show of this year? It was Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah. It was Atlanta, and I found... That was a snowstorm. I still chuckle about it yeah. because of the snowstorm. Right, the the quote-unquote snowstorm. The, there was a blizzard warning in effect, and literally... It was end-of-the-world shit. Yeah, but like on CNN, on the ticker down below, you know, it said like the governor of of uh, Georgia has declared this a state of emergency. Like right. literally people, they're like a blizzard warnings in effect. Do not leave your homes. One inch of snow is expected. <laughs> it said on on the ticker in advance, in advance, one, one inch, inch of, of snow, snow is expected. Aye, aye, aye. Because I guess like it, when it snows in Atlanta... Well, I think last year they had some sort of a situation where they underestimated it, and then like it got a couple inches, and people got stranded, and it was yeah. a disaster. And so it only made their fears uh, of something they don't know even worse. <laughs> I know. And so an inch of snow was coming, and they shut the fucking streets down. Holy shit. Shut and, it down. And we felt it for two nights there. Yeah. And, uh, and it was funny, because the blizzard never came. It never snowed. Like a, a, like a light sprinkling. Right. Like God... Ran his fingers through his hair and some of his dandruff fell down to earth. Right. A very light little sprinkle of snow fell for like God five dandruff. minutes. God dandruff, right. But, uh, but that was it. But that was enough to shut the whole town down. Yeah. And, um, but hey, you know what? Atlanta is one of the places where we have a number of friends. Yeah. And, uh, and that is one of the positive things. We love being visited by friends. Yeah. Those were great shows, though. They were still great shows. It was just a funny thing about how people were afraid of the snow, and it never happened. Yeah. I, I loved that. I yeah. loved that. Do you know what, what I do like? I, I like it when... Uh, meet and greets? No. I like in the meet and greets when girls come up and they say, like, you know, I'm Penelope. Because <laughs> I know what's coming next. They're like, will you squeeze my boob for <laughs> right, a photo? Right. That happened last night, right? And it happened in Portland, too. Yeah. Um, the other thing that's funny, which happened last night, which I always love, always, always have a deep warmth inside for. Okay. Is when a girl comes up to you and says, hey, it's Rabbit. <laughs> oh, fuck. That was so funny. <laughs> that girl came up last night and did that to you, and it just makes me so happy. And I don't want to dwell on it because I, because she immediately feels bad. You know what I'm saying? How, like, yeah. I don't want to dwell on it, but I, I want to dwell on it now when we're alone together. I want to dwell on it. Sure, let's you know dwell on it. Let's dwell on it. I mean, <laughs> believe me, I felt bad for her, too, because she was yeah. like, she came up and was admittedly nervous. She said, I'm really nervous. Yep. I don't want to fuck up. She's yeah. like, but how exciting is this? You're rabbit. <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, that's always one of those things where I'm standing behind you and my eyes go wide for a second and joy and then I can't hide it. I can't I can't show it because I don't want to I get felt her upset. badly for cuz the, then I'm like you know of course I'm going to call her out sure and then she feels like shit and she turns red and then it's uh, and then she's going to think about that for days man she fucked up called you by the wrong person you think she'll think about that for days or she's already forgotten about it oh no she definitely remembered she remembers yeah she might remember do you know what uh, what one of my favorite things is when we uh, it's happened to us so many times yeah so many times We'll be like uh, s- sitting in a restaurant or something, right. right across the street from the venue we're about to go perform. Right, and somebody will come up to us. Maybe it's waitstaff. A lot of times it's like a customer, and like, sure. oh my god, 
I'm a fan of yours. What are you doing here? Yeah, love the movies. They're my favorite. Yeah. What are you doing here? And we're like, well, we're actually right across the street performing live over there all weekend long. Right. And they're like, oh, really? That's so awesome. We're like, do you want to come to the show? And and then like a lot of the excuses will suddenly start pouring out. They're like, oh, you know what? I can't. Really. Or like sometimes we're like, uh, they'll be like, yeah, I think. I Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, we've got so far sometimes. I mean, it's a, it's a joke for ourselves. It is. We'll put them on the guest list. They pre- uh, they'll present themselves as huge fans, and then you give them the opportunity to come see you live, and then they start backpedaling. Yeah. <laughs> and like sometimes, and we've had things where we literally were like, yeah, give me your name. I'll put you on the guest list. You can come in for free. Which show you want to come tonight, tomorrow? And bring whoever you want. Yeah. I'll give you plus fucking 10. <laughs> I don't care. And they're like, oh, oh, oh okay, yeah. It's uh, my name's, uh, you know, Danny uh, uh, Bonaducci. And I, uh, you know, I'm like, uh, I mean, they're not a fake name, but they'll like, they'll give us their name. <laughs> right. And then, you know, you sh- the next night, like, they're, they're nowhere to be seen. Right. That's one of my favorite things. Sure. I mean, uh, 99% of the time, you'll never see that person. Yeah. But sometimes you do. Sometimes you do. Okay, like the guy who brought us the bucket in Portland. He came to the show. Sure. Very super nice of him. Sometimes people from the hotel will come. Sometimes that yeah. happens. Um, I love that. that it's, it becomes like seeing a, f- a family member. Yeah. Or it's like, a, so, hey, buddy, what's up? How's it going? Hey, you came. Someone you know outside of the uh, comedy club. Um, yeah, we're always, we're always uh, super surprised. The worst one was, uh, though, that guy. He was a guy who was our waiter yeah. at, at our one of our steak dinners. Yeah. And uh, he was a fan, allegedly. We struck up a conversation, invited him to the show. He came, and he became kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah. Did you mention that we put him on the list? Yeah. Yeah, we put him, we put him on the list. Said, come on by. We'll put you on the list. Oh, thanks, dude. Yeah, well, he's a good guy. You know, yeah. like, uh, says, yeah, we'll bring him, gave him with a plus one. You know, he showed up with a buddy of his. And then, yeah, like, for then he wanted to do some shots with us. And then, right. okay, we did a shot with him. And then he, he's like, uh, you know, you guys want some Coke or something? You need some Coke? And we're like, no, <laughs> not that. He's like, come on, here's some Coke. Wait, oh, wait, my treat. I, I got Coke. Bathroom. I got one. Take yeah. a bump. Come on, what's the big deal? We're like, no, no, you know, we don't, we don't, uh, you know, I haven't done cocaine since I was 17. Mm-hmm. You know, come so. on, you did me a solid, do you a solid. Let's yeah. go. Come then on. he then he invited us to go uh, fuck hookers. Right, that was because that, then he started moving on to other things. Yeah. yeah. He's like, no, Coke, huh? Okay, what, girls? You like girls? Huh? Okay. Want me to get you some girls? And we're like, well, we're married. He's like, yeah, yeah, but yeah, you know, cats away to mice will play. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you want to go fuck some hookers? I know where we can get the best hookers. We're like, no, thanks. Then he started to call us pussy. <laughs> right. Then we were the pussies. Yeah, he's like, what are you guys, fucking pussies? Yeah. We gave him the, we, he was a fan. We brought him to the show, and now we're the pussies. <laughs> we're the, the best pussies. one. That's that was a great one. And we're sitting there yeah. dumbfounded. Like, Coke, girls, what are you, a pussy? Yeah. Don't be a pussy. Then we eventually had to ha- have him. Escorted away. We did? Yeah, because okay. he was fucked up. And it was oh, he like, was, wasn't he? He was being offensive to the people. The bouncers were like, you need me to get rid of this guy? Like, Wait, is this a friend of yours, this guy? Like, no, no, no. It's, it's long story. Yeah, it's you really need to go do story. coke and, 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 and hookers with them or something? Yeah, that, you, why, you don't want to do that? Are you yeah, what are you, pussy? pussy? You're a pussy. Bada boom. Everyone calling you a pussy? Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, we'll okay, do it. we're all pussies. Sorry. Okay, we'll do it. so sorry. <laughs> um, that was one. There was the, um, we had a bad fan interaction, actually, in Milwaukee one time. You remember that? That kid who was oh, freaking yeah. us out. Oh, yeah, the Columbine kid. Yeah. He had a long overcoat, and yeah. he was, like, kind of dancing in front of us. And, yeah. like, he's like, what's the temperature there in Hollywood? <laughs> oh, and then he remember, he told, he's like, yeah, I faked uh, press credentials to get in here, but they didn't exactly work. Uh, they fell yeah. apart. We're like, oh, man. Uh-oh. And now I'm going to take your heart. <laughs> yeah, that dude, that dude uh, freaked us out. We got, uh, there was a funny, we've had some funny ones. We got uh, chased in Nashville. Right. Um, by This sounds more glamorous than it is, by a couple of girls in a pickup truck. Right. It was kind of like us walking down the street, 
walking home from the club and was like, there they are. Yeah. Get them. <laughs> right. But like. We uh, ran for it. We ran like into like hiding in bushes and shit like that. Yeah. They literally were like, there they are. Yeah. Get them. And accelerated in their pickup truck. And sure. Like, Coming after Wrong us. side of the street driving. We were running through the backwoods of Nashville. I know. One of my one of my favorite ones, in a funny kind of way, was when we were in Phoenix, Arizona. Right. And uh, and this you know ba- bear with me because there are twists and turns to this this story quickly. But like we were on the meet and greet line, yep. and two really stunning women came up. To yes. Us. Like mm-hmm. you know both taller than me. Yeah. Not not that hard. Not that hard. Right. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know like in like high heels like re- like like models basically like, right really gorgeous girls and. They asked for us to sign their naked breasts. Yes. And um, one of them even went so far as to ask me to sign her naked breast while, with my mouth on it. Yes, put your, you know, yeah, put your mouth on it, yeah. Yeah, while you're signing it. Now, right. now, just the first twist is their boyfriends were there. That's right. So it was like, you were like, ah, and she's like, no, it's my boyfriend. Yeah, like, it's, it's uh, cool. She's like, honey, he's going yeah. to suck my boob. Oh, yeah, I, cool. Totally cool. Yeah, cool. Do it. Do yeah. it. Right. Um, now, now I, I also want to present the point here is that our opener, the guy who was doing our opening act, uh, he was with us for the meet and greet thing. Really nice guy. Nice guy. Super nice. Super guy. nice guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he was watching this whole thing. Right. Eyes popping out of his head. Right. He couldn't believe this thing. This right. Is, you know, and so and then you know the girls invited us to a party. Yeah. Uh, down the street, and they, and they said to the opener, like, you can come too. Right. And they're like, they're like, it's right down the street. It's going to be awesome. You're going to love it. And then one of the boyfriends came up to us and was like, dude, right. you should totally come to this party. Here's the thing. I'm the biggest drug dealer in Phoenix. <laughs> he had like a business card, didn't he? Y- yeah, I think didn't it said, it said like, like drug dealer on it. It was ridiculous. <laughs> He's like, I'm the biggest drug dealer in Phoenix. You want to hang out with me? Yeah, he's like, like, you're going to want to come to this party. Okay, You're going to want to come to this party. I mean, look, he had the goods. To, I mean, he had the models and whatever. Right, right. And uh, But we were like, you know. The the opener was like, "Are you guys?" Well, because we said to them, "Yeah, awesome, all right." Good. Yeah, well, so where yeah. they're like, it's right. They pointed to the loft. Yeah. It's right there. There's a loft come, over here. Come on, come look. For, like, right. You know, say you're with me. Right. You're gonna have a best time night of your life. Right. Type thing. Walked away, and the, and the opener was like, "Um, so are, are, so we're going to that, right?" <laughs> and we're like, "Nah." We we're like, "No, nah, it's not happening." Didn't even have like, <laughs> "No." And he's like, "What are you, what, what, what are you talking about?" What are you talking Did you hear about? what they said? They said, "This is beautiful girls." Is part I never get invited to anything like that. Yeah, well, that so that was the hard part. <laughs> right. Do you remember what he said? I think he said, "I never get invited." To he, like that. he said, "He said the only uh, I've never been invited to an after party." Okay. And the only he was young. He was young. He was young, and yeah. he you know he was just like I think he was just a little sheltered or whatever. But he sure. remember he said, "The only time I ever saw my name on a guest list was in high school. I went to a party, and there was a list on the door of the people not allowed." Into oh, the party. geez, it's terrible. And like, and he was like, "Please, please, can we go to that party?" And we're like, "We're like, dude, we're married men. Yeah, there that party has nothing good for us. Yeah, it's like you know, uh, unsavory it's, element to it. There's gonna be like fucking coke and ecstasy and mm-hmm. fucking who knows what. And there's gonna be like, you know, I mean, like I know I sound like a pussy, but like, there's gonna be easy women there. <laughs> <laughs> but the dude, our opener, had tears in his eyes. He did because he wanted to go so badly, yeah. and he's like, he couldn't. But I think he went though. Did he go? I thought no. Did he go? No. No way. No way. He wasn't. Maybe we had a joke about like that. He went and then he became the coolest guy in the world. Like we like he went to his first party ever. He's having sex with everybody and smoking coke. We'd see him the next night. He'd be like completely different. He had all new jokes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. No, that was that was awesome. Another one of my favorite ones. Des Moines, Iowa. When the fan 
uh, vomited on you? Yeah, I know. He's a friend of yours. I mean, you know, let's not present as some sort of random fan. Okay, fine. You're right. But he was a friend of yours. But he was a fan, yes. He had come, and he got super drunk because he was excited to come, got no as result. we often do. He, he got very drunk. He was, he was my friend who broke my knee. Right. He was my offensive lineman friend, my six foot eight right. uh, friend. And he, yeah, he had a bunch to drink and then uh, brought him backstage and he puked all over you. Sure. That was and he felt bad, but I was like, ah, whatever. Yeah, Fuck that was it. it happens. You know what I'm saying, bro? I hate you. How Fans puke on you sometimes. What are you going to do? Um, all right, you guys. All right. True That's crew. all we got. That's road stories. A couple stories from the road. We love you guys. Uh, but yeah, thanks for coming. It's always a pleasure to see you guys at the shows. And uh, come see us if you're in Arlington or Philly or Rutland, Vermont. Okay. Okay, you guys. Um, cool. What are you going to eat on your way out? Boy, I might have some chili on the way out. Chili, huh? I had some today earlier, and it was real like God. It was real like God. I saw real like God. It was beef chili. Oh, beef chili, huh? It was delish. It's going to be pleasant backstage tonight, huh? I think the games have already begun. Have they? Inside of Kevin Heffernan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I have to be quite blunt with you. I appreciate your bluntness. Okay. All right, what are you eating? Um, good question. I hadn't really thought about it huh. until now. Don't I, even think. Just do. You know what? Yeah. I'm eating... Cupcakes in Nanaimo. <laughs> cupcakes in Nanaimo. They were delicious uh, cupcakes. A new romantic comedy starring Steve Lemmy. You cupcakes in Nanaimo. You know mm-hmm. Oh, good. Delicious. Oh, wow. Thanks, Chew Crew. Oh, wow. um, we'll talk to you next week. Mm. Now leaving Nerdist.com. Nerdist.com. <laughs>